Well, uh, how do you start the podcast? Hey, <laughs> yeah. we can't use any of that. No. We'll ruin relationships with the <laughs> labels. <laughs> you can't name them. Uh, I mean, bleep us out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, <laughs> welcome back to the Marmonic Smod class. <laughs> uh, uh, professional show. That all made sense in my head. Professional show. Uh, we got a small group this week, everyone is doing stuff or doing things or being places and doing something with it. There's a small group of us who aren't doing those things. <laughs> uh, so we've got Jessa, Christine, and Aaron, and myself, Joe on the boards, as per usual. Uh, and it's uh, an interesting week, we, uh, it's the th- Three-year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thinking sound. The three-year anniversary of Rock Band Three. Yeah. yeah. October twenty-six, twenty-ten. That's crazy. That was three years ago. Three years ago. I cannot yes. believe that that was three years ago. Uh, when we started talking about it, I went looking for photos because uh, later, spoilers, we're going to be talking about uh, our favorite memories from the release of Rock Band Three. And in looking at those photos, could not believe that they were three years ago. Because some things felt like, oh, that happened three months ago. Yep. And then other things were like, oh, that happened 30 years ago. <laughs> when I was a baby, I don't have any memory of this. Yeah. That was pretty much everything. It does seem like it just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Even though we've done things since then, it still seems like We've done like, like a million things since then. Yeah. I guess because that was the last big rock band release, so it's like... We supported it for uh, so long. Rock Band Blitz. The last big release. Rock Band was an off, Rock Band Blitz was an offshoot. Mm. It was its own thing. It's a pretty big deal though. <laughs> pretty big deal. It was deal. a big deal to me. That game's fun. Let's do let's talk about that instead. No. <laughs> no. We missed missed our window for that anniversary. <laughs> so Rock Band 3, something to keep in mind. Remember when we put out Rock Band 3, there were no Nowadays, you got the Rocksmiths and the band fuses and the things where you can use your real guitar, but we we sort of created that. Yeah. Rock Band 3. No big deal. No big deal. Broke down barriers. Real, actual guitar playing in a video game. That was a big deal. I said no big deal, but I was joking. <laughs> no, it was a big deal. Yeah. That, that's, that's the joke. Right. You said it wasn't a big deal, but it was, in fact, a huge deal. Hugest. That's actually... <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Getting into it a little bit early, maybe this will wake Jess up. <laughs> one of uh, one of the things that I think about most frequently, like when I remember Rock Band Three, is doing those initial demos at E3 with Amin, yeah. who we brought on the road with us, specifically on stage at E3, where Drake is kind of giving his spiel, and it's like, oh, Rock Band Three, and we've got promo, and and here's what that means, and there's a keyboard, and there's symbols, and people are like, oh yeah, those are things we understand, like that kind of makes sense. And then when Amin comes out and he has the Squire, like the full body, like actual Rock Band 3 guitar, and he plugs it in and starts playing it like a real guitar, and you could hear press, like people who've seen video games, people who know how this stuff works, sitting in the audience in our E3 theater, like actually going, 
Oh, oh my God. He, yep. he, he's doing it. Yeah. Oh, he's really doing it. <laughs> it was like, absolutely that. The excitement was so, so palpable. Like it was, that was such a, an awesome moment. Uproarious applause awesome. every time. Yeah. Crazy. It was like just playing white stripes. Like yeah. nothing, yeah. nothing serious. Yeah. We did smartly think to feed the guitar through to the game, but also out to an amp. Yep. So they could hear it. it was, he was really playing and it wasn't just going through the game. All smoke and mirrors. No, zero smoke and mirrors. No smoke, no mirrors. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, yeah. No fog machines anywhere. No stage kits. <laughs> That's my least favorite Rock Band 3 memory. <laughs> oh, one of them. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, you should get into that. Yeah, get into that. Yeah, you got all the the support tickets about that. Up. Yeah, that, it was. There was a lot of stuff going on, and uh, it was kind of a rocky release in that there was a, a lot of new stuff to help people figure out with Mad Cat's MIDI converters for guitars and keyboards and yep. lots of scary new things. And the stage kit turned out to be a hotly desired item, which. We had not guessed it would no. be. Unbelievable. Considering there are only like a hundred people that Super vocal stage. minority. But it was that hundred people. Very vocal. Yeah. And they wanted it. Yeah. Oh, and we made it happen. That was a good good moment for us. The worst moment was Dan it was all Dan Teasdale's fault. Because <laughs> he announced that it would support mm-hmm. stage kit. Yep. Even though it said like on the packaging and in all press releases, compatible with rock band and rock band two, mm-hmm. and there was no like quote unquote obligation to support the stage yeah. kit, but it was one of those things where you know the super hardcore really wanted it. Yeah. So what else? Oh, that was made also, it happen. That was also when we started doing we export. That was another new thing we were doing yep. at that point. Oof. That was another like we just added so many new huge features at website, once. The whole website was redone for Rock Band Three. Yeah, you could check your goals on there. You could. Have a profile, oh, yeah. Account yeah. So, like, all things considered, Those how stats. many features yep. we added for this one game surrounding it? It was a surprisingly smooth launch in that regard. <laughs> like, we were busy in our end. Uh, was it though? Smooth? No. Smooth? Because no. wasn't no. that that we launched the website the same day we launched the yep. game? Everything. Right? So yeah, yeah, we, we did. Were, we and we also like we also yep. was... we ran out of Lego Rock Band export tokens yeah. at the yeah, same yeah. immediately yeah. because. Lego Rock Band went on sale because Rock Band 3 came out, so a lot of retailers yeah. had put Lego on sale. Mm-hmm. And that so happened. somehow, like, the website, we thought the website was broken, but we there had just run out of code. There was some issue with the doors offered, too, where people weren't being able to get oh, it within yeah. the limited time That's window. Right, yeah. So we Because the codes were supposed to be distributed by retailers, yeah, and they weren't getting and like, the no, codes sure how to get them. And, yeah. Okay, it was well, actually a fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take back. It was, it was definitely Through for a, the like, sloppiest possible launch. Uh, for, for all of our like, stuff, definitely. And like the different kinds of export for Rock Band 2 that some go through, like PlayStation had to go through the website and oh, right. still do. Like, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. Write out all those very specific details. Yeah, whereas for like each Rock Band 1 didn't have that. And like, but yeah. considering how. Like how far we overreached with that title. Like there's so much stuff oh, there's so much. packed into that game and so much stuff packed into the website. And then from the, like the support perspective, how much we were like taking care of in terms of hardware support that we were providing, like actually mailing dongles out to people yeah. and giving people super detailed walkthroughs on here's how you use a MIDI converter. Yeah, we made a bunch of those videos. That, they had a daisy chain. That we were doing all of that stuff. And that things didn't go worse. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a minor miracle. That's true. Um, things and got fixed. 
Yeah, and that that in and of itself was was really impressive that that we like got the game out. Yeah. And that people were playing it and enjoying it. It was huge. Like definitely I think that of all the games that we've made, the most ambitious oh, and, and, and big pieces. It had something Actually, it didn't have something for everyone. It had everything for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, except like, Score Wars. Well, and so well, many partners. Yeah, score Duel. <laughs> school, school Mad Duel, Cats yeah. and Fender and more moving pieces even just yeah. in terms of oh, partnerships. Oh, yeah. All the partnerships. Yeah. And it's worth noting that that's all stuff that we're still supporting. Yeah. Like, you are still getting email support tickets about Rock Band 3 stuff. Absolutely. The website still supports <laughs> all that account <laughs> linking stuff. Is uh, uh is it still the highest rated music game on Metacritic? Uh I I would have to check, but I would guess yes. Yeah. I would guess yeah. Really? If not RB3, really then RB2. Good game. Really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say our best set list. Yeah, it had a great set, set list. list. Was great. Yeah. That was one of those set lists where I actually learned a, a bunch of songs yeah. that I didn't know previously. Which I don't remember being the case so much with the previous ones. But like uh, Ida Maria, oh my God, mm-hmm. that is a mm-hmm. deep ass cut. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Combat Baby yep. and Portions yeah. for Foxes yep. mm-hmm. are two of my favorite songs on yeah. that uh, no, on that set true, list. Though. Like yeah. those songs from the Rock Band Three set list make me think of that period yeah. of my life mm-hmm. of traveling with those, like Huey Lewis in the news. Every time I yep. hear yeah. the Absolutely. door, like uh, there's so much of one as like. That whole Juana's, period. Of, that song is good mm-hmm. too. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like earlier songs from earlier games, I my memories are linked yeah, to. Yeah, it's like games. a Bon Jovi song where yeah. everyone already knows it. Yeah. yeah. And we had those big songs too. Crazy. Like train, I mean, we played Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yeah, I was gonna say Non-stop. that began months our... on end, and now we're doing it again. Uh, yeah. Our <laughs> love affair Fantasia. with Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, Put it in every game. Uh, <laughs> I will ever. I will forever thank Rock Band Three. For teaching me, and I hope a whole generation of people, the bridge of the power of love. Because if you ever go to like karaoke and someone sings the power of love, because like everyone knows like the the chorus and Mm -hmm. the verses, Mm -hmm. it's a fun song. And then you get to the part like, (laughs) and people are like, I don't don't even know how this goes. (laughs) You just sort of mumble through it. You know what to do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's big. It's a big deal. Me and Huey are a lot closer now because of Rock Band 3. You guys are tight. Yeah, Mr. Lewis. <laughs> Mr. Lewis. What about the news? They're dead to me. Wow. <laughs> Burned bridges with the news. <laughs> no, the news uh, is great. Christine right, probably right. loves the set list because it has, uh, what is it? Psychosocial <laughs> by Slipknot. Is that, uh, that was Kyle's jam, yeah? Really? Well, it, was, it wasn't psychosocial, was it? I, thought it I have was, no uh, idea. It was whatever. It's the whatever is where the, the scream is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, that's every slip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love Kyle that. Mercury yeah. loved yeah. that song. Really? See, I, whenever I think of Kyle, I always think of Valerie from Lego. You love that song. Because he would Valerie. play that. Kyle and I were in. Yeah, we had. So here at Harmonics, when we were making Rock Band 3, we had uh, bands. We had a playtest band. Yep. So every week, your band would get together and play. And my band um, had Kyle and uh, Allie, uh, the Thrasher. Um, and without fail, Kyle would always pick Valerie, even though we were testing RB3 because Lego exports. So it's on the kit. Yep. Yeah. Before I forget is the ah, yeah. Song. Oh, no, I, I love forget. that song. And that was on one of the early we do demo have builds. So like we have that, Bohemian yeah, Rhapsody, and Power of Love for quite a while. Yeah. So we heard that song a lot. Um, we I should have invited Allie to do this podcast. Should have invited Kyle. 
Well, he doesn't live here anymore. He'd still hit phone in. He probably would fly in for it. He'd do whatever we wanted. He's good (laughs) like that. Um, I don't remember the entirety of my playtest band, but I know that the Windhammer was in my band. Yeah. And maybe maybe Casey? Casey Malone? Digging up some oh, uh, some harmonics band, yeah. alone. Oh, and yeah, that was fu- I think was McLean in there. Uh, he might have been, but I remember that. I definitely uh, remember Windhammer, that Windhammer yeah. always wanted to play uh, Def Leppard. Yep, and he would always Photograph sing. Was that what it was? The beautiful people. I Foolin. forgot that Foolin. one. Foolin. Oh, Foolin. that's right. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah, we did a, a ton of playtest stuff, and we've we posted some photos before of the early iterations of the hardware which was basically MIDI keyboards that we had jury-rigged to run through, like, PS2 dev kits that were then daisy-chained into PS3s for some reason. I remember the instructions in the playtest room, which actually the room we're in used to be a playtest room. Yep. Uh, The instructions were like, flip this switch, then this switch, then this switch. If it doesn't work, turn it all off and start over again. Yep. Like, and the, uh, if that doesn't work, try the in, in this order. And the keys were all hand-painted, uh, <laughs> the colors, so you could follow along. Yeah. Right. Um, and and everyone like just struggling to to figure out how keyboards worked, but, yeah. s- but still being so invested in getting it right. That was such an awesome time where, where people would get together. Just like everyone in the company was involved in, in playtesting and Kind of like balancing, oh, this song should be here, and yeah. this part's too hard. That was really fun. Uh, Space Hog, uh, in the meantime, is another one that I, was, I did not know that song. Oh, song. should have asked Dr. 90s. Classic, yeah. yeah that I would have <laughs> prescription. the ultimate 90s prescription. <laughs> I, uh, uh, looking at the set list, remembering I was late to our playtest band uh, one day, and for some reason, we had uh, some we had some legal interns, and they had joined our band. And Kyle and Allie and I were all late to the thing, and we walk in, and the two legal interns are in there playing a song, and they turn around and they go, uh, they were playing Freebird, and they turn around and look at us, and they go, "How long is this song?" <laughs> Forever. And we just said, like, "Wait, do? how did you get a job here, and you don't know what this is?" That used to be on the application, right? <laughs> no, it used to be um, uh, Stones or Beatles yep. was on the application. I thought that was a really important question when yep. I when I applied. That is an important question. Maybe one for a different show. Stones or Beatles, Aaron? Uh, well, different show. Different show. <laughs> Beatles. Fine. Oh. Yeah. But for a different show. Different show then. For a different show. <laughs> Fine. We'll do that on a different uh, show. While we're, a talking about, show. Uh, while we're talking about <laughs> set list stuff, yeah. another one of my favorite Rock Band 3 memories the announcement of the Rock Band three set list. Yeah, which <laughs> the announcement? announcement or the which, well, no, there. I mean, there was no real announcement. <laughs> announcement. Uh, the, I, as I'm sure people are aware, things like set list announcements are kind of like portioned off into carefully organized chunks. It where gets people excited, it gets people excited, like and it's, it's something that's it. timed yeah. and it's structured, and you want to balance in a certain way. Where okay, five bands from this label are going to be announced on this time, and we can't announce this band with this band because they hate each other or there's like the community has fun like speculating what's the next chunk gonna be yeah Yeah. it's Uh, a fun time for everybody and it was something that we put a ton of time and energy into 83 songs right yeah that that we wanted to parcel out over the course of several announcements where there were agreements with certain press outlets where they would get certain number of songs at a certain number of time uh and then that all got shot to hell uh because there was a uh set list leak while we were at Gamescom in Germany, uh, 
which was yeah, how did that happen? Two like, months prior to release, yeah. she's on like a video behind someone being interviewed or something. Yes, yes. Uh, we're scrolling through the whole thing. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so that was the unintentional set list leak, where for whatever reason something got streamed from Gamescom, and the set list was in the background, and someone was navigating through the set list. Why we had the full set list running, I will never know. I don't. No, know. I think that's the more confusing part. Is why would we have had all of them? I'm trying to remember why that was. Uh, But then, quick thinking, you and Drake Pope put together, (laughs) like, almost immediately the plan for addressing that leak. Yep. It was so good. That's one of my favorite videos. On the floor, the show floor of Gamescom, uh, Daniel Sussman was there with us. In his hat. In his green, (laughs) like, German mountaineer hat. hat. Uh, So we basically spoofed that very video. With uh, you and Drake yelling at the camera. Very earnestly. Really yeah. yelling. It was so loud. Uh, like, do not believe <laughs> leaks. Yeah, 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 Don't believe anything until you hear it from Harmonic. Right. But while you were yelling that, uh, Daniel was scrolling through the song list very prominently so people could actually read all of the all of the titles in the song list. And I think for quite a while, that was our most viewed video. Yeah. But, and really, probably one of my favorite moments just in the whole rock band history of things. I feel like it's one of the really kind of defining moments for our community team in terms of showing how quick and and honest and funny we are at rolling with the punches. And a lot of studios would not be willing to spoof themselves yeah. and yeah. would certainly not be able to pull it together so quickly <laughs> and in such a really humorous. And I feel I feel like that earned us a lot of good feelings with press and fans alike. That yeah. Especially like, to yeah. be able to do it thousands of miles away <laughs> yeah. from home on the show floor yep. with... No internet connection yeah. and no editing tools. Like, yep. all right, just figure this out. Make it happen. Yeah, yeah that was so pretty good. good. That was pretty good. That worked really well. I'm still surprised we were actually able to, do, like, allowed to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although I guess a... we didn't really check with anybody. Because <laughs> we turned it around, like, within the day. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that was the thing where we told people that <laughs> it was it going to happen later. instead of asking for permission. definitely still owned us at that point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because well, the alternative is to deny, right. like, oh, well, it's not a final video. set yeah, list, exactly. like, blah, blah, blah. And then when the set list comes out, everybody knows that you lied. Yes. Yeah, once you can make a compelling argument, say, like, they know if it comes out. from us, <clears throat> then people will be able to trust that it's real, and we want people to come to us and believe that we're, you know, not total idiots, <laughs> or at least deliberately idiotic. <laughs> or at least funny about it and honest yeah. about it. Uh, yeah, that was a crazy summer of promotion, because we hit all of the events. Oh, man, everything. Yeah. Comic Con was a big one. Yep. It was your first event. Yeah, that was when I started working at Harmonix. Was that summer? I'd play tested before that, but yeah, I think we left for Comic Con a week and a half after I started, and then hit the Paxes. You guys went to Gamescom. I stayed home for that one, but I did uh, managers shows with Drake and Allie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Multiple ones: GameStop, Best Buy. Mm-hmm. What else? We were just. It was just constant. <laughs> yeah, and we had a big stage on the Comic Con floor, which. We haven't done since, and we hadn't done before. No. Yeah, that was our first Comic-Con. Totally yeah. Yes. Her. Interesting. Because, like, that show floor is very different from other shows. Like, you have a few video games, but they're all, like, little kiosk video games. And for us to do our big, like, stage presentation was a weird fit. We had a good crowd the whole yeah, time. Yeah, that was actually a uh, cool. peek behind the curtain. That was a hotly contested topic as to whether or not we should even go to Comic-Con because it's an expensive show. Yeah. And it's not really, like, it's not a perfect culture fit for us. Yep. Not like something like E3 or PAX is where it's clearly a big video game show and 
all big video games should be there. Um, Comic-Con has been getting more diverse in the number of games and movie properties that are, are visible on the floor, but but we didn't really know how many people were going to wait in line to play rock band or get up on stage and want to sing. Uh, and so we we had a bit of a discussion with someone who was holding the purse strings, and their argument was that we should definitely do it, and they knew what Comic-Con was like because they went when Tron came out. <laughs> so they knew. Wow. They're like, that was like... 25 years ago. <laughs> that's that's a very different show now <laughs> than it was then. Uh, but we went and it worked really well and we have a ton of photos. Yeah. Like all the people in costume were that was awesome. Yeah. Yep. It was fun. Yeah, we got to hang out with Darren. Yeah. Was Look. that when I did the late night party too? With Danny DeVito? Yeah. Yeah, Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that may have been that show. Yeah. yeah, it was. Danny DeVito danced for Dance Central, right? Yeah, we did Poker Face together. That was a crazy, Pulling yeah, because so we had this huge rock band game, and we were also launching the first Dance Central game, Yeah, which was a big deal because no one had really seen anything like that before. Yeah. Uh, Connect was brand new. Connect also was, Connect came out, Connect came out yeah, the same time yeah. as Dance Central, right? Yeah, yeah. launch title. There was a lot of excitement of like showing that, people seeing the new tech. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting time. Yeah, 2010 was kind of that turning point where we were still showing exclusively rock band. And then by 2011, we were doing either exclusively Dance Central or splitting stages where we would have rock band on one side and Dance Central on another, or we would have Dance Central in a Microsoft setup. And Rock Band would still be on, uh, like, a harmonic show floor. Right. That PAX Prime was the first time we did the split anything. It was the build-your-own-booth year. <laughs> that was, yeah. My, oh, man, maybe my about favorite. That. It was so good. Like, not only, th- that's not only my favorite Rock Band 3 memory, but maybe my favorite memory at Harmonix. Yeah, it was incredible. That we had, uh, again, some some... <laughs> some carefully worded discussions with people who were holding purse strings <laughs> dictating which events we should go to. Right. And PAX has always been a priority for us and so we knew we knew that we had to go and other people did not share that belief. So we we had a bit of a round and round about that and so we say this is how much we usually go to PAX for. We can do it for 50% of that. And they were like you can have 10% of that. <laughs> We we're like, oh basically god, pay for our travel. It's there. basically like, yeah, enough for us to fly out. And so, you know, Drake and I kind of banged our heads against the wall trying to figure out what we could do. Do we just have an empty booth and then just hang out with people <laughs> and shake hands? Do we buy a sofa and like deliberately make it kind of like a low key hangout style setup? And what we ended up settling on was a plan to build your own booth, where we recruited the Penny Arcade audience with the offer of Rock Band 3 and Dance Central and like new hardware like keyboards and stuff at launch we offered them a chance to get that stuff if they brought decorations for our booth and thought you know if we're lucky in the next 4 weeks people are going to volunteer to bring these stupid things and we'll be able to flesh out this space and we'll actually have like a legitimate booth and we brainstormed the most bonkers list oh things. yeah like Literally, whatever came to mind, we wrote down. From like, kind of low-end accessible stuff, like, bring us bandanas. I have socks still. Uh, yeah, bring us, like, <laughs> so red solo cups. Yep. Like, kind of accessible, like, yeah. party-type stuff, all the way up to uh, life-size Han Solo and Carbonite. Yep. 
a suit of armor. Full suit of armor. Um, Portrait of William Howard Taft. Yeah, that one. Yep. Kitty pool. And we had a blow up shark yep, in it. Kitty pool and an inflatable, uh, inflatable pool toys. Yep. Uh, the uh, UV light Robocop on a unicorn picture. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> poster, poster of Robocop. We still have <laughs> That's that. True. Um, like punky Brewster shoes, VHS copy of Roadhouse. Will Wheaton. Uh, action figure Will Wheaton from yeah, Star I, Trek. I just said Will Wheaton. Oh, that's what you said? Yeah, that was all. And then that's all. what they brought. Okay. They brought. Uh, Jonathan Colton's beard. Yeah. Uh, that showed up. And yep. Yeah, someone brought Jonathan, brought Jonathan Colton over to the booth. He's like, <laughs> I'm here. Give them what they <laughs> earned. Please let me go. So Release good. Release me from this hellish contract. It was so exciting. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was, I, I mean, like the... Yeah, so literally every item that we came up with, they delivered on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, people people reserved those items because we had a sign-up list on the Penny Arcade forums. Said, like, please volunteer to do X, Y, and Z. And within an hour, all 50 of those things were claimed. Mm-hmm. And they all got, you know, either Rock Band 3 or Dance Central 3 at launch. They all had hardware shipped off to them. Uh, and they they built our booth. Like, that really was the perfect example of a community driven effort. Oh, it was so much fun. Where they they made the show for us. Like yeah. they built the booth. People hung out with us all all weekend long. And it was just two TVs back to back. Yeah. Rock band three on one side, Dance Central on the other. Yep. Was that the first time we had Dance Central publicly playable? I wasn't at E3 that year. Did we have it on the floor there? Uh E three uh, we had it on the floor. We had that huge booth at E three. Biggest booth we ever did, bigger than the Beatles booth. So playable Remember? too. No, not just no. We've never made yes. a booth bigger than. It was bigger than. It was. Nope. It was. No boy. Only one way to settle it. Nope. It was. Fight to the death. Obviously. I remember it. No. Because we had so ten thousand square feet for two thousand nine. Definitely not. Demo stage, which is, had been the same year as the Beatles year. The whole stage theater, we had that, and then we had um, two of these circular dance central stages. Mm-hmm. That were like these big Greek, like, what would you even call those? They had like these pillars and everything. Yeah. Uh, they looked like straight out of ancient Greece. But it's so, had... still difference between media and public event, though. That was the first time we had it playable to like general public. Yep. We had Green Day Rock Band. We yep. had Beatles Rock Band. We had two playable Rock Band 3 kiosks. Mm-hmm. And then we had all those meeting rooms. It was huge. It was, it was still not as big as 2009 because we had... The 2009 theater was bigger than the 2010 theater. Um, and then on the back side of that, we had three Beatles kiosks, two standard rock band kiosks, and then had three rock band unplugged kiosks uh, for little handheld setups. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also several meeting rooms that year. That was definitely the biggest. Mm. The biggest square footage. We want to go had. to the blueprints on this one. <laughs> you can. Not we'll call surrender. Up, we'll call up Brad at Premiere, and we'll have him measure <laughs> square footage. Uh, Knowing how big the the 2009 booth was and what we spent on that, we've we've never done anything that big. I think we did. So it agree to disagree. Seventy five percent. That's when we gave away the Dan Central towels that are still some of people's favorite swag that we ever gave yep. away. Because people get sweaty. They were useful. Yeah, very useful. Oh, that was the first time we got, um, that guy brought us the laser engraved uh, icon yeah. stuff, right? Yep. Yeah. That came from that year. Yeah, packs, yep. And we got some good stuff from there. We still have a ton of that, oh, like yeah. the bring your own booth stuff in the office. Yeah, yeah. Some of the best stuff we have decorating the office. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I still wear those socks. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> they brought us like a pack of like, like knee-high striped socks in different colors. 
and there were five pairs. I was just like, I could do some socks. And I took, <laughs> I think, three pairs. They're great. Yep. We've used those socks. bandanas in some, other, uh, some of the costumes that we've worn. Yeah. My dog still videos. has her flag one that I took home to her. Adorable. <laughs> the other yep. big uh, addition Rock Band 3 added that I thought really amped up like Rock Band 3 parties and stuff was the harmonies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. Three people singing in addition to all those instruments. What it changed it from four people playing at a time to seven, seven max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a thing too, wasn't it? On the box. Nope. Yes. Nope. That wasn't a <laughs> nope. thing. No. Nope. No. What you're talking that's about? That's all lie. <laughs> Everything. No, was but that's true. Though, it was like some of my favorite demo moments were when I'd be I'd jump up with a combination of people from our team, and we'd be singing harmony backups to yeah. people performing, and that was that's such a. Anytime you're singing harmonies, it's such a powerful moment on its own because. Yep. You never feel more musically capable than when you're singing harmony <laughs> with people. And it was great. And we'd be it's doing true. it to this whole random set list over and over. We got so good. Except for the Germans. Gamescom still. <laughs> well, no. Still yeah, couldn't pick it up. Slipknot over and over again. Yeah, 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 they were really good at Slipknot. Love that uh, We played so much Slipknot, so much Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, speaking of gr- Gamescom, so we also had to demo. Valentine? We specifically had to demo the real guitar. Yeah. And I was the closest thing on the team to someone who knew how to play guitar, which is not very well. No, and that you could also speak German. Oh, yeah. Like you kind of co-hosted these and I demos. Had, I had asked multiple times, but I had zero time to actually practice the real guitar or what song I was playing. So me practicing was on stage in front of yep. literally hundreds of people, maybe a thousand people. Uh, and it was sort of a nightmare. It was really cool, though. It was very cool. Like Those demos were awesome and actually yeah. felt... <laughs> Kind of like being in a real band. Yes. Where we were like jumping around. Yep. Was that the show where you got up to the edge of the stage and you're like totally rocking out, like putting your feet yeah, up yeah. on the speakers and some dude in the front row looked right up your shorts? Because I was wearing like shorts like those, like Maggie Carter shorts. awful face here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, because I like put my leg on the monitor. I was like, yeah. And the guy's like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. that was weird because because we were doing that on the EA stage, and EA basically at Gamescom is half of a whole hall. Oh, it's gigantic, like an airplane hangar. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and they had this this MC dude who was quite the wisecracker. Oh yeah, he him was and Drake were barbing each other back and forth. Yep, it was a, it was a good strange time. Yeah, it was definitely weird. Um. We ended up doing, we being me and Drake, um, continuing the string of weird events that we kind of get roped into. Went to EDEF, um, which is not a show that we had done before and a show that we have not done since. <laughs> and I cannot even remember what EDEF stands for. I-D-E-F. Uh, what's notable about it was that it was in Cannes in southern France. Uh, oh, and... The intent of the event, um, getting European um, retailers and European press together, it's kind of difficult. Like everyone's all over the place and especially over the summer, like everyone's got these extended holiday plans. So they found that they could not get people together in what was formerly like a Leipzig convention because people didn't want to go to the middle of Germany um, for like a big summer convention. So they moved it to southern France because they knew that people would show up for a convention held in Cannes yeah. uh, in August. Uh, and they were right. Everyone showed up. <laughs> uh, but then once they got there, 
everyone ducked out of their meetings <laughs> hang out in Southern so France. they could go hang out in Cannes. Uh, <laughs> and we were like, this, it was kind of like, a, it was all behind closed doors, kind of like businessy stuff. And um, and and we were there with uh, Simon Bull. Oh, um, the best. And then, uh, and then a bunch of guys from uh, from Mad Cats. Alex Veray was uh, was there, um, and so we would set up and we would kind of take these these businessy meetings where we would explain to the European press, here's what Rock Band Three is, um, here's how the, the the pro hardware works, and we would do quick little demos, and people would punch out super super early so they could go to the beach and they could go and have dinner on the waterfront. But we were in this convention center that was literally right on the harbor. So there's these multi-million dollar yachts wow. right outside. It was scorching hot. <laughs> and it was like one of those weird things where it's like, we don't know what we're in for, but we'll go to this crazy show. And then we get there and it's like such an unbelievably weird experience, but so, so awesome to be there. <laughs> and yeah. then we, yeah, we showed Rock Band 3 too. Does like that, that kinda... event still exist? Uh, I've not heard about it since then. It might. Uh, I do not know. Um, European stuff seems to be seems to be harder to schedule. Like Gamescom is such a behemoth that 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 kind of dominates. Yeah. And so I think this was maybe at a point before Gamescom had really become like so overwhelmingly large that they were still able to schedule enough press for it. Um, but that that was kind of a show where it was like quiet enough that we would end up doing stuff just to entertain ourselves. Uh, and I have an awesome photo that I just checked of Drake uh, playing pro keys while singing and <laughs> checking his email on his phone in <laughs> his other hand. So like absolute triple tasking uh-huh. uh, because we just like had enough time that he could mess around while people were <laughs> kind of drifting in and out of these interviews. Man. So I pulled uh, not a lot, but uh, we usually do headlines. And uh, I pulled some headlines from October 26, 2010. Oh, cool. Uh, not, don't get too excited. Don't, don't get too excited. Did not find very I'm many good ones. This one I thought was funny. Star Trek II. It's a movie that's out already. It's mm-hmm. come out. It will not feature Khan, but will focus on a classic character. Oh. If you've seen Star Trek II, you know that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's absolutely, spoilers. Absolutely features Khan. Spoilers. Yeah, it's been a few months. Justin Bieber's Never Say Never uh, debuts its full trailer. So this, transport yourself to a time where Justin Bieber was still in that phase. Yeah. Where he was like a little kid still. Uh, I've got a follow-up Bieber story just yesterday. Justin Bieber on his laser tag incident. (laughs) Quote, nothing happened. (laughs) Justin Bieber has spoken out over accusations he assaulted a 12-year-old boy at a laser tag venue in Canada. How did we forget this? Insisting nothing (laughs) happened. The teenage singer hit headlines after allegedly shoving the youngster at the facility. <laughs> so that's Good what headline. 2010 was I mean, like for Biebs. A more innocent time. <laughs> uh, this has nothing to do with the time period, but I thought it was funny. Sailing is the only song Rod Stewart ever recorded while sober. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Burning uh, bridges with <laughs> Rod Stewart. <laughs> Russell Brand and Katy Perry spotted jetting to the Maldives for their honeymoon. Aww. I hope things yep. work out for those yep. two. <laughs> Jeez. And uh, Robert Downey, this is very topical, Robert Downey Jr. may leave gravity due to a scheduling conflict. Oh. Clearly he did. Oh, did he? And the clune dog oh. took it. Oh, well, I didn't know. Maybe he had a cameo. <laughs> you haven't seen it yet? As an asteroid or something. <laughs> Have you guys seen gravity yet? No, no, no. Oh, my yet. God. I've been a little busy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Jessa, what happened? What have you been doing? Uh, my family visited. Oh. Oh, any any reason why? Uh, 
just see New England in the fall. Oh, yeah. Apple picking. Yeah. You know, spend some time at small axe orchards. Yeah. Ate some donuts and cakes. Love small donuts. Maybe got into a bounce house. Yep. Yeah. I spent some time <sighs> at a bounce house. Course. I don't think either of you guys get to see... Oh, sorry, you should continue. I'll, I'll no. tell the bounce, well. about the bounce house getting destroyed multiple yeah, no, times. No, I was there. Oh, I didn't see that. I, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. All I saw Debbie was... destroyed the bounce house. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it collapsed multiple times. <laughs> really? Yeah. The power yeah. went out. They I mean, overloaded a bunch of drunk a Harvard dudes got into it. And of course, yeah. they're going to destroy it. And it shut down. I just have a great visual memory of uh, you had this fire, which was awesome because it was cold. So standing at the fire, getting warm, looking over at the bounce house. And seeing, like, I could see little kids bouncing in it, and then I saw Aaron, like, shoot out of it. <laughs> yeah. Like it was giving birth to him. That's exactly what it was like. It was yeah. hilarious. There's no graceful way to exit a bounce house. <laughs> no, there isn't. I, I definitely fell out of the bounce house. Yeah. I was trying to get out and gracefully put on my shoes without stepping in the mud, uh, and instead fell out of yep. the bounce house and onto the ground. Yeah, it no, just had that little tiny opening to get no in the To whoever runs bounce houses, put a mat or something outside right? so yeah. you don't have to stand in yeah. mud. Yeah. Uh, but why were we all there? What happened? I got married. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our entire team was there. Yeah, it was yes. fun. We got some good team photos. I can't wait yep. to get The entire out. Chester family. Yeah. 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 Abby was nice. so cute. Little kids and teenagers. Yep. yep. Not getting married, though. No, no. no. Well, I was the only one that got married that day, as far as I know. Well, Correct. Frank too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Shoot, <laughs> already messing things up. That was good. It was awesome. That was a good time. Food was good. Now well, I have nothing to plan, and so I've lost donuts. my purpose as a human. <laughs> we have no She's events not right now. <laughs> plan. Nothing. Yeah, uh, we'll start start working on events. <laughs> We're gonna go to yeah uh, to to EDF this year. <laughs> so start planning that. Let's just do Rock Band Three all over again. Uh, Let's no, just redo thanks. the year promotion. That was, I think, that was the year where I spent seventy-five days on the road, which Ooh, was yes. a lot for me. That was yeah, not. We all tallied. We all tallied our days, right? Yeah, we were all like in like sixty, oh, seventy-five. Wow. Drake, I think, was probably like one hundred and twenty-five days. Normal, that right. year. Except me, yeah. I wasn't on the team yet. I was on the web team, so yeah, I was in the true. office the whole time. Yeah, How zero days on the road. Uh, it was good, you know, working on the website stuff, making sure everything worked. And writing content stuff for it. We did a lot of behind the scenes stuff on how Pro Guitar works, why you know we did the things we did with it, and uh, behind the scenes on some of the art stuff. You guys made a ton of videos of like the tutorial stuff you mentioned. So making sure all that stuff. We got did posted. a ton of patch notes for Rock Band Three. We had five patches for that game. Oh, do you remember crazy. the plans we had for the forums? <sighs> yes, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, we. We were going to do all sorts of awesome stuff that was kind of going to turn the forums into like almost a game in and of themselves, mm-hmm. uh, like kind of mirroring the goal system in Rock Band 3 oh, where I the forums were going that. to have yeah. goals and achievements. Um, we should do that again. Yeah. We should dust, dust that off. We work on that. And uh, see if we can crank it out. Yeah. We still have all the documentation. Turn that around, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Make a post, get an achievement. Make 10 posts, get an achievement. Sounds kind of like Cookie Clicker now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> more, more cookie-driven achievements. <laughs> yes. That's what we should do. Mm-hmm. Bring we us should, cookies is we what we We should saying. make a Cookie Clicker clone. A cloning clone Clone clicker? Clocker. You just click clones? <laughs> Maybe just like It'll clock. be like multiplicity. <laughs> uh, as long as Michael Keaton is involved. Yeah, Keaton's uh-huh. definitely yep. tuned in. I love that movie. I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate I hate multiplicity. True story. 
Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about Mr. Mom? Oh, I'm on board. Really? I'm on board. Yeah. So you you tune out of Keaton's career post Batman is what you're saying. Well, I mean, how Pretty many Batman? movies has he done since then? He was in Jackie Brown. Yep, that's one. He's been doing stuff lately, which I am very happy about. But none that you can name. Yeah, he was in The Other Guys. Okay, that's two. He played the the police chief. Yep. Which I thought was the best part of the whole movie. It was pretty good. Um, uh, no, I'm happy for him. Uh, two movies in the last 20 years is no, pretty good. He's done plenty <laughs> more good, than that. No. I mean, that was, it's just, he was in it's a movie not I just his, watched recently. It's what not his heyday, is all I'm saying. No, can't no, be, multiplicity it, it was can't be your heyday all the time. Even no, multiplicity was not like every day. Not every day is his heyday. I think the 80s was Story his 3. heyday. Was he a voice in Toy Story 3? Yeah. It's pretty big. That is a pretty big deal. Is a voice mm-hmm. a big deal? I don't think it's a big deal. Well, in that movie, in, yeah, in, right. I don't think doing a voice is that big a deal. Oh, wow. he was Ken in. <laughs> that sounds about right. You don't think like you don't think that Tom Hanks? He did a voice in Call of Duty Black Ops Two. Okay, well that is a big deal. Wow. Tom Hanks and Tim Allen. You don't think that that those voice credits for Toy Story are a big deal? Like if I'm talking about Tom Hanks' career. Mm-hmm. I would not include those as highlights. Really? I would. But the, you have to be so much more expressive with your voice to be, when you're not on the screen and you're bringing life to the character, doesn't that seem like even more of a challenge? I don't know. I would include it as Both those guys sound like themselves. Those characters are, have become such iconic characters for Disney in general. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like I would totally count them. Not all voice acting, but definitely that. So maybe not Ken. But now yeah, that Ken's I, probably not a big one. Now that we know that the Keat Dog is down for doing a VO for for he, games, he did a voice in Cars. We should uh we should get him to do a voiceover for an upcoming Harmonix game. Let's do it. That'd be amazing. Yeah. White Noise. Oh, yeah. I saw White Noise. First Daughter. That was oh, one of the ghosts on, on, on the, audio yeah. tapes. Right? Yeah. I forgot he was in First Daughter. That's a that's a career. That's a movie. Yep. A movie that was released. Jack Frost. Yep. Oh, I forgot about that yeah. one. How long ago was Jack Frost, though? 15 years? 98. Yeah. <laughs> it's 15 years. Kirby fully loaded with Lindsay Lohan. Out of Sight. Out of Sight was pretty good. Frank and Weenie. Desperate Measures, Jackie Brown, Inventing the Abbots, Multiplicity. So pretty much after Multiplicity, he definitely like took a vacation. I mean, I'd say after decades. Jackie Brown. Yeah. Which was the year after Multiplicity. Whatever, he's the best. He's the whatever. <laughs> whatever, he's the best. I think the stuff he did up until then more than makes up for the last 20 years. <laughs> Every movie he made in the 80s was great. So so in the same way that Nicholson uh, or yes. De Niro or Pacino get a pass, where it's like, all right, I don't, you guys own the 70s. So, I, <laughs> so, so you get a pass for the last 20 years I don't think those guys should get a pass because they're still heralded as like such great, amazing actors. And Keaton is more like you're treating him like a like a dirty dog. <laughs> dirty he old dog. He just needs a bath, and you're just <laughs> kicking him. No, I'm just I'm I'm not a not a big Keat fan. Ah, oh, have you ever seen Gung Ho? I have. Oh, you know I have. Gung Ho is maybe my favorite. It's about cars, and a Japanese company buys this American car company where all these guys work. It's him and John Goodman, and they're like, you got to work with the Japanese, and it's it's a, it's great. Yeah, it's like okay. it's the '80s encapsulated into this one great movie. <laughs> the name Gung Ho is probably racist. Well, <laughs> the whole movie sounds kind of racist. Yeah, the yeah, whole movie. It, is. <laughs> it definitely is in that. In, in that That's 80s what you mean way. by as, it's very as 80s. far as kind of like 
quasi-racist culture clash movies of that time and style. I strongly it, prefer <laughs> Mr. Baseball with Tom Selleck. Well, that was a good 10 years later. Well, <laughs> still good, though. Yeah. Don't take that away from Selleck. I mean, Beetlejuice, come on. No, Beetlejuice is great. How can you mm-hmm. not like the Keat dog? I like Beetlejuice a lot. I think He's you great just underestimate him, and then if you went back and watched him, mm. you'd be like, wow, he was really good. I don't know about that. I've underestimated him. Life. I don't know about that. Best part of Rock Band 3, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. <laughs> uh, we have five minutes left. I do like that bit in Batman uh, <laughs> when he uh, pulls out the fire poker, smashes it against the wall, and he says, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts! <laughs> okay, now I'm picking it up, because really you're good. such a big Batman fan, you're upset that he did two Batman movies. Oh, no, not upset. And that was, I mean, I was 9, 10 when mm-hmm. Batman came out. You so, haven't seen those movies since then. No, I've seen those movies. Uh, come on. Come on. What are you new? I'm just trying to get at the root of your Keat hate. No, not hate. Just, no. Michael Hayton. No. Hates him. Hates him. I'm trying to mash it up because my, my brain mashed up what you were saying. I'm trying to make it work and none of them are working. Hayton. Nope. He's fine. He's great. He's okay. I, I wouldn't call someone great if they haven't done anything great in 20 years. So you would not call Robert De Niro great? No. Who would no. not call Al Pacino great? No. Jack Nicholson? No. Just because no, they get old, not but you get old and you stop doing stuff. Now I'm just, now I'm just baiting you. Yeah. I, would say that, <laughs> I would say that all three of them are great. Who do you, okay, I was going to say, who do you call great? Uh, <laughs> Tom Hanks. Can we great. talk about Tom Hanks for just a second? Obviously. I <laughs> yes, just saw Captain totally. Phillips and oh, Tom Hanks is back. He's officially back. He's, he's Where did he back go? on top. Where did he go? He had a minor a minor Keaton period. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> is so good in this new movie. He I will admit that so I good. cried. <laughs> All right. And it was not like a scene where it's like an obvious tearjerker like right. where you're like reunited with your family or whatever. It was just him and his face on screen and acting and it made me tear up. <laughs> His face acting made yes. you cry? <laughs> Sometimes he wasn't even saying anything. I was like, oh, God, he's killing me. It's that movie. What is this, Captain Phillips? Yes. So really good. good. Looks really good. It's a lot like Gravity in that from the almost very beginning, it's like nonstop tension for like the entire running time. Are there pirates in Gravity as well? <sighs> no spoilers. Okay. I won't, no I won't sp- tell you. Oh, boy. Whew. That's uh, people should check out Captain Phillips. Like, if you're invested in Tom Hanks' career like I am, he's you are back. literally invested. Like I you am. Have, if, you have stock If there in Tom was Hanks a Hollywood portfolio. stock exchange, I would put all of my money uh, on Hanks. Remember when that was a game bye, bye, in bye. college? There was a website called yeah. Hollywood Stock Exchange? Yep. It was like fantasy football, but for movies. Yeah. You should bring that, that back. That was the best. I used to think that that was the coolest thing for I like a it. week. How did it die? <laughs> That's so much more interesting than fantasy football. I don't football. know. It, it was like snood. It was like, yeah, <laughs> this is a thing that I'm all about for a semester. Snood is pretty good. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't brought Snood back to be like a mobile game. Oh, it's yeah, it's on iOS. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. No you, can get, you can get Snood for... Oh, that's a bummer. I'm sure uh, iOS and Android. They gotta monetize it or something. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's not as, nope. Not as good. It's not as good. Uh, but yeah. Can't, can't go back. Tom, Tom Hanks, Captain Phillips. Wow. I'm surprised to hear you say that he uh, had a bit of a uh, Keaton period. Yeah, he was doing oh, like yeah. Polar Express and stuff. now who's beating Uh, he did like mostly he's been kind of like producing stuff and he directed a movie that he was also in but like he has not had a lot of good starring roles in the last 
10 years? 10 years. I think like Catch Me If You Can might be his ago. last. Oh, I love last, Catch Me If You Can. His last A-level one. Terminal, did not care for. Right. I know, that's what I'm saying. Terminal so like he had Toy Story 3. That was like he two years ago. He did a voice, sure, great. Not just a voice. <laughs> like voice Michael Keaton did twice. a voice in a voice Toy Story 3. he'd done twice before. Uh, he did. Um, it was fine. Term- yeah, Terminal. Was yeah, fine. Terminal. I didn't care for. The Da Vinci Code movies. There were two of those. Yeah, I, I didn't remember. Two. Uh, Castaway. No, that Castaway was, was before. Uh, was before Catch Me Years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. woof! Yep. I would not. Uh, Castaway is one of my favorites. And Rock I would Band not Three was three that. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> woof! But like the time it flies. Yeah, Extremely loud and incredibly close. He was actually not really the star. He was really good in that. Sure, but he like it wasn't a Tom Hanks movie. No. Yeah, he basically like he did the Pacific, which was what a about huge the money job. Pit? The Money Pit's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> How about Turner and Hooch? Yeah, that was uh, good. I used to love Turner and Hooch as a kid. That movie so he much. just there was an interview with him promoting this movie, and someone asked what happened to Hooch, and he's dead. Oh, it's oh. yeah. How with the Jimmy Loud and incredibly close. Well, I said yep. that, but like yeah. that was yep. not a Tom Hanks movie. No, he played a, it was a movie. It was he's, a movie. He Turner was and Hooch is what 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so it shouldn't be a surprise. Uh, yeah, it's is, not a is surprise. Lady Killers uh, pre Catch Me If You Can as well? I know you love Lady Ooh, Killers. I do. That's actually post. He was I also. I like 2007? Two, two, also 2004. in Cars. 2004. Good God. Is everyone cars? in Cars? Everyone was in Cars. Was Pope in Cars? <laughs> Pope was the star of Cars. Uh, Paul Newman was in Cars. Road to Perdition. <laughs> but, so what I'm saying is like, uh, yeah, Road to Perdition was the same year as Catch I Me If You Can, Lady apparently. Killers. I forgot about that one. I thought that was that like one. two years earlier. Weird. Yeah, Pope loves Lady Killers. I totally forgot about that one. I do love Lady Killers. Castaway, I really like. Green Mile, I really like. Like, oh, uh, Saving Private Ryan, obviously. Uh, yeah. well, I mean, now, now we're like on no, the 20 year uh, tip. I'm, no, I'm trying to, to, to illustrate what, what happened to his career. And I say what he Apollo did in Captain 13? Phillips is on par with Saving Private Ryan. Wow. Yeah, no, he did. Boom. Hello 13. That's, that's some strong words right there. No. Sleep is in Seattle. He's back, baby. I mean, League from, of Their Own was so good. From 90, from League like, of Their Own is the best. Mm, oh, I mean, maybe even 1990. From 1990 to 2005, he, he owned it. Before then, like the 80s. Oh, yeah. Like, couldn't take it away. Money, money Pit, Bachelor Whoa. Party. Yeah. Big. Big was, big yeah. was I think, yeah. the first movie I ever saw in the theaters. Really? Yeah. That's cute. That's awesome. Pretty sure. Uh, let's just go watch Tom Hanks movies. There, I so. know. Done. Tom Hanks. As long as I can lay Turner on the floor. Turner and Hoosh. <laughs> Joe Hanks. versus the Volcano. Gosh, I'm on fire. Joe versus the Volcano is so good. Tom Hanks. So good, man. Uh, I showed, uh, I showed Sarah that. Uh, I draw Tom Hanks Tumblr the other day. <laughs> it's amazing. So good. Is it just I draw Tom Hanks Tumblr dot com? I think so. People should check it out. Best website I also of the week. I love that thing you do as a kid. Yep, I love that so movie. You do that thing. Nine thousand buckaroos. So anyway, I'm really excited about the return of Hanks. Yeah. Pot, like, I'm, the reason I'm so excited is because he's for quite a while been maybe my favorite actor. Yeah. Great. Just maybe a safe choice because he was so good for such a while, such a long time. But uh, like, I think of like Johnny Depp. I really liked him for a period. He has highs and lows. In that same time period, he's just like, he has gone off the deep end. He's gone full on uh, Bobby De Niro at this point. Basically. Basically. Yep. I I will give him the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. All of them? I mean, (laughs) I love love all of them. Like, regardless of the level of quality of those movies, he's consistent. He is consistently Jack Sparrow. Yeah, but at the same time, I think those movies are the reason he kind of sucks now. Cause he, cause he, he always did like independent movies that never made money, and he could do these weird characters. Yeah. But now he does these huge blockbusters that are like Johnny Depp being wacky. 
I think he and Tim Burton have just started doing also that Tim, Burton. Tim Burton is yeah. really to blame here. Like, yes. They needed to stop that a while ago. Because I think they think they can do no wrong together, and it's, yep. it's not true anymore. No. Either that, they just don't care because they're yeah. making so much money. Like, uh, what was the new one? Uh, it's, Charlie it's and the Chocolate Factory. That one. Oh, the Dark, Dark Shadows. Shadows. Dark, that one. Oh, but they're, they're yeah. also samey. So bad. They're, it's, yeah, it's, they're the same. Oof. Like, old stuff's good. Chocolate, man. He's dreamy in that. You know, it would be really cool if they maybe if Tim Burton DVD. put Helena Bonham Carter in uh, a movie. What? That's Who? never happened. What? Oof, man. So anyway, I would be just as excited if Johnny Depp turned Make his career around, yeah. but I don't see that happening. I don't know. I don't Not know. for another. John, you know why? You know why I give Johnny Depp a pass? Because he's maybe the nicest human being in the entire world. Like you've read example. all those, you've read all those stories about him, like just being a good guy. No, do you remember? Um, You're thinking of Tom Cruise. No, <laughs> no, I am never thinking of Tom Cruise. Um, here's here's a quick, uh, for instance, um, when uh, there was some school thing, like writing about oh, who's your hero and who would you want to bring in, and uh, some like. Some little kid wrote about how Jack Sparrow is their favorite and they wish they could bring Jack Sparrow into school. And so he came to school dressed up as Jack Sparrow, like just for that kid. Oh, this what? was like a Japanese school, right? Like for no reason. It might have been. I can write one of those like showed up. Awesome. <laughs> I can be a cute little kid. Um, and then there was a thing about his, um, uh, the house that he owns in France where like someone got injured. Yeah. Like on his property. And he ended up covering all of their medical expenses where, like, he basically rescued them and then rushed them off to get saved. Is he a hero? I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm just saying he's not making the movies I heard you I say like he's a anymore. piece of garbage. <laughs> you said that he was a regular Michael Keaton. <laughs> Don't you equate Michael Keaton with garbage. <laughs> all right, we're over time. Yeah. <laughs> we should just do a whole podcast talking about movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done a we haven't done like a soundtrack thing in a while like um oh, yeah. best uh, best movie soundtrack that's kind of music gaming we might related, not have right? done yeah. one since last year's holiday one where we talked about holiday movie yeah. music we could uh, we could do best movies about video games not a lot yeah about... the wi- the wizard <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's it best yep. movies related to video games in some way. best movies yeah. that became video games. Tron <laughs> Total Recall. Uh, Last Starfighter. Fantasia. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll allow it. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> yep. Kind of petered we, off at the end. We definitely right? petered off. Go watch some movies. Tell us yep. what you think of them. Go play Rock Band 3. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. still the best. Remember how good that soundtrack is. Yep. We had yeah. it at our birthday party. Jess and I had a joint birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rock go band go rate us on sucked. Metacritic. And go link your account on rockband.com and go submit a ticket. If it doesn't work, I don't want to hear about go it. Go yell at me on Twitter about all the things that we didn't do right. <laughs> Still a great game, guys. Yeah, the greatest. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, share your Rock Band 3 memories at yeah. HMX Henry on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.
Hey, Joe, how are you doing? Thanks for bringing us so much candy corn, Joe, even though I don't like candy corn, except for wearing it on my teeth and pretending I'm a Dracula monster. But I like the little pumpkins. Uh, those are non-traditional candy corns and not really candy corn. They're candy pumpkins, but they're sometimes included with candy corn, and they're made by Brock's. And I like other Brock's candies, uh, Brock's Rocks, for example. Those are things that I enjoy. Um, uh, Brock's Little uh, Maple Logs, I had one of those last night. Uh, did not buy any of the butter rum um, or any of the vanilla, but I did buy several other pieces of penny candy, including several other Brock's flavored treats. Brought a Smarties lollipop. Uh, Got a mini Charleston shoe and Sixlets. Sixlets are some of my favorite candies, so I bought several packages of Sixlets. I'm guessing you have more than enough volume right now. You're set.